Welcome to the Collections by Michelle Brown Show, a show about people living between the lines, standing boldly in the crosshairs of their intersectionality as they create change. This episode is brought to you in partnership with the Center for Peace Counseling and Holistic Healing Services. Welcome to Collections by Michelle Brown. I'm your host, Michelle Brown. Each week, we'll be talking with people living between the lines, standing boldly in the crosshairs of their intersectionality, and creating change. Today, we're sitting down again with my old friend, colleague, and partner in crime, Betty Covertier. Originally from Brooklyn, Betty has been active in Atlanta's and the national LGBTQ scene. She volunteered at Atlanta's WRFG 89.3 FM, where she was the founder, producer, and host of Alternative Perspectives, an LGBT radio show that continues to air on the community-owned and operated station. Alternative Perspectives started from a notion that LGBT news was important news and that our voices together could get a message out to the public. Betty has served in various capacities on a number of nonprofit organizations over the years and is a recipient of many awards for her service to the LGBTQ community. Since retiring, she keeps her eye on local and national political shenanigans the LGBTQ community, discovering more alternative perspectives as she travels about the country in her RV with her dogs and taking care of her health. Betty, welcome back. I'm oh, happy to be so talking much. to you again. Back. Thank you, you so much. My pleasure. So how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Doing pretty good, in fact, you know. <laughs> well, you know, it's been... Almost a year since what we could call Terrible Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> terrible Tuesday and, and Worst Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> the Worst uh, Wednesday. Horrific, horrific <laughs> Tuesday, you mean. Horrific yeah. Tuesday. I mean, it's yeah, just, uh, and, 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 I, 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 the part I don't understand, okay, is that uh, everybody sees the people, who, you know, the powers that be. They see what's going on. They see the anguish and the fear and the division and the craziness that 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 is 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 put out by this White House. And it's like they have all they think they have all the time in the world, you know. And what I'm saying is like it's enough is enough, and somebody needs to fix it. It needs to fix it before it's too late. Okay, I mean, because every, um, I mean things can happen that they, they, they won't be able to reverse, you know? And it's like every morning you wake up and say, it can't be worse, and it's like, geez, oh, Pete, it is. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean it, just, it just astounds me. It just astounds me. And the fact, and you wonder about, um, what's her name, the Huckabee chick, <laughs> Huckabee oh, Sanders. Oh, How, God. I, I, you know what I, she, 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 yesterday, 
I, I, yesterday, I was thinking yesterday about her, and I was watching her on, on TV in one of them press things, ridiculous as she is. And I said, I mean, who put her in a room, locked her up, and brainwashed her? Because she actually believes everything that she says. And you know you what? Know. I expect one day for her head to just explode because <laughs> it's sort of like, well, that's not what he meant, or he didn't say that. And then people will show her. I mean, they, I mean, it's right there. I mean, he does it. You know, he does it right there. Like you can show a video clip. You can show him saying that. And then she says, "Well, that's not what he meant." Yeah. Honey, <laughs> honey, you know, what the, what does she go? I mean, I want to know what she drinking where she can I go know. out every day and do this. Mhm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. It just, I mean, and it just gets worse every time. Every day it just gets worse, you know? It's like she goes home from one press conference thing, one, one press thing, I mean, Diggy, that she does, and then she says to the press, well, see you tomorrow. And I say, I wonder what she's going to go home to do, you know? Uh, really, like, you know, I mean, uh, I mean what, is she, you know, what is she smoking, drinking, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And, something, uh, something, uh, something. And you, and you <laughs> wonder, you know, she has kids at some point in the future when her kids are uh, old enough to understand this train wreck. Are they going to mm-hmm. look at her and go like, explain this mom, you know, mm-hmm. and what, 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 what can she say? What can she say? What will she say? You know, God and, only you wonder, and you wonder what will all of them say, you know, but mm-hmm. let's, let's, let's go. I mean, I think that, you know, Hillary's book was like, it's what they said. It's like what happened, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, let's try to try, try to to break down not what happened with the election, but what's happening and what does it mean. Right. So, yes. what do you think about these? Ex- well, the first one is the travel ban executive order, which still continues to get blocked by the courts, and by he continues court. to put it up there. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's just the, the courts, you know, the courts are going to keep stopping it, I think, because it's impossible to do a travel ban the way he, he wants to do because it affects too many folks mm-hmm. that are not, you know, necessarily breaking any laws or, ne- ne- you know, they're, they're not doing anything that, that would cause them to be banned, you know. It would prevent people from visiting family, you yeah. know. I mean, they, they, the courts are wise, and I, you know, and I said a couple of months back on my Facebook writing, I said the courts are going to be one of our saviors because as long as they keep interrupting and interfering and stopping all his nonsense, you know, that's the only way we're going to be able to get to the point of, you know, for the, uh, the, the Mueller investigation, for instance, and to get to the bottom of everything and to get to some kind of final whatever to end all of this because it just seems, you know, I don't know what's taking so long, but I know, you know, the law... Um, always, you know, needs to cross all their teeth and dot all their eyes and all this other kind of stuff so that they don't, you know, mess up in court when they finally get into court. But this is, you know, I I believe that it's just taking a, a, a bit too long to really get to the point of because everything that he's doing is in order to to obstruct that particular investigation and to get mm-hmm. people's minds off of it because he's perturbing everybody. I mean, you know, from sports to, to, to education to, you know, to people's family. I mean, he's, he's, he's affecting everybody. And now with the healthcare stuff, even his own, his own um, supporters are being affected. 
So now he's putting all kinds of stuff in people's minds. Okay, so how do we survive? How do we get this? How do we do this? How do we, you know, how do we avoid that? You know, and nobody is thinking about this investigation and the stuff that went on and that Russia interfered in our most, in our most, in our most pressured, and precious uh, uh, right that we have is our vote. Mm-hmm to determine our lives, to, to, to put people in there that will, that will determine, you know, that, that, that makes laws for us that we live by, okay, that they're fair laws and just laws. And this is the most precious thing that we have in order to enable that system to work, okay. So it just, uh, you, know, he, he, you know, he doesn't want people to really get into that and, and, and to really look behind the scenes, as they say, you know, to look what really happened and to really be conscious of everything that's out there. Because if people take the time, and it takes time to get into it and to read all the stuff that's out there and to, you know, Google whatever. And if, if, you, know, if, if you read one article, then there's, a, you know, 10 other articles you need to, to read in order to clarify all the kind of stuff, you know, that, that's all fact-based, make sure that it's all real. Yeah, so it takes time, and I understand that people don't have time, but he, he knows that too. So he knows they're not going to do the, the research and, and the reading up on and keeping up with that news about him. Okay, so he puts out a whole lot of other crap to keep people busy wondering about how they're going to survive from one, from one day to the next because literally that's where it's, where it's at now. Mm-hmm. But you know what? But then there's that, that, that big, huge elephant in the room, his mm. hatred of, envy of, uh, his need to tear down or I guess measure himself against President Obama. <laughs> and, and it, I mean, it's just like, do, and you wonder if some of his GOP people, knowing that he has this, this madness, this obsession, you know, mm-hmm. with, with Barack Obama aren't going to, well, you know, if they wanted to tear down uh, health care, which they were unable and still unable to do, how much mm-hmm. did they, knowing that they could push his Obama button and make him go off the deep end? Well, you know, the executive orders is what's reversing all the Obama-era stuff, you know, mm-hmm. that um, put things into, you know, from the clean air, you know, to, to even now with the health care stuff, you know, so that he stopped the payments for the subsidies, but he didn't realize that he's stopping the payment for his own constituency, for his own supporters, because they are the ones, okay, the middle class. It's not the poor. The poor have mm-hmm. Medicaid, and they have, mm-hmm. you know, other, you know, it's, it's those, the subsidies go to those people who make more than $12,000 a year, okay? And then they, they have to, you know, like they go onto the website and stuff, and they, they determine, depending on what it is that you make, how much you can get as a subsidy. But it's going more, mostly to that middle class, the people who are making somewhere between 12000 and even up to as far as eighty and 90000 a year depending on how many dependents they have because for deductions and stuff, and then that, would, that fixes it. Because, I mean, I, I, I know people from every category, from every bracket, okay, and how they've been able to qualify. And I know those that made less than 12000 or nothing, okay? So they have to revert to, um, to Medicaid, okay? They get thrown out and get sent to Medicaid. But in those 36 states that didn't have Medicaid expansion, it doesn't exist, so they don't have anything, so they have to go to the social services and they get uh, 
the uh, the um, what do they call that when somebody doesn't have any money at all? They have yeah, all kinds like of a, a vouchers and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get they get the help. They get assigned, and then mm-hmm. they get social. They get you know they have a disability or something, and they're still uh-huh. too young to collect social security. They'll get their Medicaid and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. So they'll get their health care, but. Um, I mean, he he doesn't realize that he's affecting the very people that voted for him. That is, well, you know, and they're and they're beginning to realize that. Okay, but now well, that we agree, the tax cuts, the tax cuts are also hitting them. Uh huh. You know, yeah, yeah. But everything he's doing is, you know, it doesn't make sense, number one, okay? And he says he's keeping his promises, but he's keeping his promises in a way that affects the people that voted him in. When these people wake up and realize what's happening to them, and, it, and it's not, that's not going to happen until they actually see it in their paychecks or they, 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 they feel it in, in, in not being able to get the health care that they need and they get higher premiums on that or they see it in their checks or they lose their jobs. They're not going to wake up until it actually affects them, you know? So, and that's coming. I mean, it's just, you know, but if now the new plan where the, that, that uh, the two um, senators, uh, what is it, I can't remember their names right now, but they had sort of kind of put together a um, health care bill to mm-hmm. sort of kind of save or as they call it on the media, life support system for Obamacare for at least another two years while mm-hmm. they try to figure out all the different things about it and stuff, you know. But it's, it's, it's you know, Obamacare is working for many, many people, you know, for millions of people out there. If they knock that thing off, you got 67 million people that will have no health care overnight. <laughs> but, you know, I part that, you know, like, and earlier this week, or, you know, or not long ago, you know, he was saying, like, well, he was doing things to really undermine it. They come up with a plan, and he's like, well, maybe I can work with this. And it's mm-hmm. like, who's, yeah. who's at the helm, you know? Well, at 20, in, 20, in 24 hours, he's, yesterday he said, yes, I can go for that. Today, it's, uh, sorry, we don't agree with this. We're not going to give money to the pharmaceuticals or the insurance companies, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But from yesterday to today, he went from yes to no. We'll see. <laughs> Yeah, he, the, the people in the media, that, I mean, I, I'm watching this, you know, I'm watching one of the, the, the news broadcast uh, stations earlier today, and it was like, you know, they, they're so confused. They don't know what to say. They don't know what not to say. These are the people who are, who are, who are giving us the news are just as confused as we are without any kind of, without any kind of sensible explanation of what's happening. <laughs> and they just nod their head, you know, they just shake their heads like, you know, in the no motion, you know, not, not understanding what's going on, you know. And then, and, and, and then in the mm-hmm. midst he'll throw in some kind of wild whatever, which sort of gets them all off base as to huh. what some of these other things are going on. Yeah. You know, he'll just, yeah. like when he spent all the time on the NFL, you know. I mean, you're cutting oh, health care to millions, you know, to all these people people and mm-hmm. you know he's putting all this time and effort into that mm-hmm. i mean or mm-hmm. or you know and the things that he's not doing you know mm-hmm. i mean and the things that i and when he was talking about how he had met with the president of, of virgin islands and the way he talked about puerto rico it's like <laughs> dude 
dude, you don't know that both of these are you, uh, your, this is the buck stops with you. Well, he didn't know that Puerto Rico. Well, he didn't know Puerto Rico's are citizens. Exactly. He didn't know. No. He doesn't <laughs> he didn't know. know. He didn't know that I'm a citizen. He didn't know, but that that explains to me. You see, when I see stuff like that, explains to me that so many people out here, okay, don't don't even know you know Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican is like a uh, foreigner to them. And in my in my in my time in the South, there's been more than once that. I have been, you know, asked, what, what am I? I said, Puerto Rican, and they say, what's that? I said, what do you mean, what's that? <laughs> and they, when I give them, you know, Puerto Rico, you know, Puerto Rico, it belongs to the United States of America, and they say to me, since when? You know, I mean, <laughs> you know it's like, yo. <laughs> and that has happened to me when I hit the South. Up in North, I mean, New York, everybody knows where Puerto Rican is, okay, you know, because, I mean, they're everywhere, all right? And, um... But down here in the South, it's not as prevalent. I guess we're not as prevalent until we reach places like Florida, you know, and Orlando, down Miami, and so forth and so on. But even there's other parts of Florida that, you know, you don't see Puerto Ricans, you know, like they do, like in Miami, for instance, or mm-hmm. in Orlando, there's a huge population now, or like in Chicago or Detroit or New York City or, you know, in um I mean, it's just um, it, it's just amazing to me <laughs> that people, no, uh, I mean, they weren't taught this in school, I guess. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, what kind of history did they, you know, I know because I was raised in a Puerto Rican household, and I know the history, and I know my parents came from there, and I knew that they were citizens, that I was born here, and, um, you know, here or there, I would have been a citizen, you know, mm-hmm. so that, that question never came into my head <laughs> until now. I mean, you know, and it seems like I mean, and you and when you look at what they're how they're decimating the education system, you're going to have mm-hmm. continue to have people be ignorant. I mean, they don't teach them like the civics and stuff, so people don't know Nothing. how things work mm-hmm. in government to begin with. Now we're not going to to understand it, and the fact that so many people don't recognize that this is a country mm-hmm. that was based on immigrants. Um, immigrants, that's right. This is this is what this country is based on, the immigrants that came from all over the world. Okay, I mean it's just people don't realize that. I mean, the only natural, uh, how do you call it? Because American can be anybody from North America, South America. I don't know why we 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 insist on referring to ourselves as Americans. Thank you. We're all Americans. Central America, South America, North America. We're all Americans. Okay, (laughs) from the Northern Hemisphere. You know, so, you know, but the, us from the United States of America, you know, that, that, that we insist that we are the only Americans around, you know, but, I mean, they don't understand that their heritage, if they look into their background, you got something from somewhere else, somewhere, unless you're an, a, a, a Native American, an Indian, okay, um, you're not truly an American, you know, you're, you're, you're from somewhere else. And people yeah, don't understand that part. Yeah, but that you know, I mean, really, I mean, it's it's just like, it's just incredible to me that you see that, and it's like forgetting that this is what it does. All the innovations, all the changes, and what the immigrant community brings, and then mm-hmm. so that which sort of takes us to this other thing, like his attack on the DACA. I mean, you know, these are um, people who are 
here, they're contributing. I mean, they're paying taxes and they're not getting right. benefits. You know. They're not getting right. They, they can, they're not eligible for Social Security. Okay, mm-hmm. these young doctors—they're not—they're not eligible for all. So they're paying their tax. They're working now because they have their visas and they were able to get their driver's license and they're able to get their you know work legally and they pay taxes. But they can't get—they're not eligible for Social Security until if if and when they're allowed to become citizens. So I mean, you know. You can go, I mean, I can go somewhere else in another country, and if I'm paying taxes or I've established myself, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be eligible to collect under whatever system they have. Why don't we do that? For, for, you know, I, I don't understand that part at all. I mean, yeah, I'm really confused on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they but, are, and, and they're, but, they're, and for the most part, but, I mean, they're better citizens than some of these, you know, white oh, yeah. red ones oh, yeah. that, that these want to raise up. They're you know, mm-hmm. and it's about that American dream, people who are here, you can see generations of family, I mean, who have really mm-hmm. lived the American experience, where experience. they might not have, you know, their, mm-hmm. their parents that, that came here as, as immigrants, they've gone to school, they're doing everything, that's the American mm-hmm. dream. Mm-hmm. And, they're doing everything that they say that the American dream is supposed to be, they're doing, they're living that, they're doing exactly what the American dream tells them they're supposed to do. They're being condemned, and they're being told that hey, maybe, and they're keeping on, they're keeping them on in this in this guessing game of what's going to happen to their lives. I mean, I just came from down there. Where I used to live in uh, Union City, Georgia, before I uh, moved upstate in Georgia and then got down the road. But I, I, my neighbors were um, the, the Mexican population, and I got to meet all the little children that they had uh, brought here. They were small then; they were young. They're all grown-ups. I just came from there. And they, they're all grown-up, married, have families. They got their, their, their DACA, the DACA credentials, all the dreamers. I mean, there was, there's quite a few of them. And they're all either going to school. They're all in the, in the military. Uh, they're all doing very well. I mean, it's just um, it's amazing to me. It's just totally amazing that they have done all this stuff. And they're not mad. That's that's the, what I. They're not mad. They're not angry, Michelle. I talked with them. I asked them, and they said, "No, we'll just continue doing what we're doing." You know, it's just you know, and 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 see what happens. They're not mad. They've learned to be to say, "Okay, there is there is there, this country says to us that, 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 that you know, they, they, this is what I'm imagining that goes on in their head, is that they they're in this country and this country promises you know certain things." as far as the, the, just the nature of what our country is, and they figure if they can stay within the, you know, within the law, they can stay within those, those, those um, places of you know, doing what they're supposed to do, paying their taxes, you know, and they, 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 when, they, when, they, when the DACA was passed, they were given certain promises, okay? They were given that they would not be thrown out of this country. Yes, it was temporary, but they were given the, 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 the aspiration and, and the thinking that it would be extended at some point if they did right, if there was no criminal record, they, they did all the right things, if they either worked or went to school or joined the military, they, there would be no, no harassment, no, no, no attempts to get rid of them. I mean, all these things is what they were working with, okay? Now... The occupant of the of the of the White House has decided that they're going to um, make this an issue. I mean, I mean, you know, to keep people busy, to keep the hate, to keep the division, to keep the you know 
And I mean, I don't understand all that. I really don't. I, I, it just, it's just unbelievable. And the bigger part is that somebody please stop him. Somebody please. I mean, we have a large immigrant community here where, you know, mm-hmm. people are, they're going, you have ICE agents coming to, to hospitals and people are going in to, to do what they're supposed to report regularly. Mm-hmm. They're getting arrested and going, and we're, and we're going back and forth through this to where it's like, you know, we didn't, mm-hmm. you know, say so some parts it feel almost like a police state. I mean, we, we're not mm-hmm. welcoming people. I mean, Mm-mm. you see that uh, internationally. Uh, the thing about um, it, you, you shouldn't be playing a game of chicken with, with North Korea, which sounds like what we're trying to do. I mean, you, right. know, you know, you know, then you've got the, the Iran nuclear treaty, you know, well, he's not going to sign off on that. Things that we're mm-hmm. talking about doing to protect the environment, all of these things, we are not the global leader anymore, you know. Mm-mm. Oh, no, like, no, no. Mm-mm. There is an ugly America, an American, and he's sitting in the White House. He he, he doesn't. Well, you know the the, the person. I guess you know an example is how he referred, how he had the conversation with the widow. Thank you. Of the most recent of the most recent casualty um, that became you know public, you know, and 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 telling the the widow something like. He knew what he was signing up for. I mean, that is so callous. That is so cold. That is and just yet, so inhuman. I mean, that is, that has no humanity. I mean, I, I, I mean, the man is, you know, and he takes no responsibility because he's already said, you know, in certain things that he's not taking responsibility for all these different things and whatnot, you know. He takes no responsibility. He claims the title as being the head of this country, okay, and any head of household that's where the buck stops. You have mm-hmm. to take responsibility, okay? Then, but he will not but, take responsibility for anything, nothing. There's nothing that's his fault. Nothing is his fault. And, you know, and, and to be trying to, to, to threaten to pick a fight with, with John McCain, okay? Now, I, have had all, I don't agree with all of John McCain's politics, but right. the man right. is a war hero, okay? Yes. He has mm-hmm. served, you know, you don't have to mm-hmm. agree with him, but, you know, to step up and to serve the country, I mean, that's mm-hmm. he has, you know, tried at some points to vote in a bipartisan way. I mean, mm-hmm. and for, you know, so, and the man's got cancer, I mean, and yet he's still coming and doing his job, and you're going to say, well, you know, one day I fight back, you know what, it's America, what happened to freedom of speech and that ability to agree to disagree. That's, isn't that what we're supposed to be, to have these opinions? And he takes it like a thug. Yeah. I, we will fight back. I will fight back. Really? Yeah. And it won't be pretty. <laughs> and it won't be pretty. Really? I mean, you know. I mean, say, yeah. it's just, you know, it, it's gotten to the point of just being plain absurd, you know, and, and like I said earlier, I'm just wondering why somebody, I, I know that when it comes down, you know, when that hatchet comes down, it's going to come down hard. I mean, I know that because of everything that's out there already, but it's just, it's just taking too long to make it happen. It's really, it, it's just, you know, you got, you got these guys just planning and talking. And even, even when I was watching today, they had uh, sessions with back on the, uh, in the hot seat with the um, Senate committee, with the Senate investigation thing. You know, they would, they would mm-hmm. 
about they were talking about Comey and 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 the uh, Russian stuff and a whole lot of other subject matter came up, uh, including uh, freedom of religion and 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 what he thought about that and all these new things that are coming up about it. You know, my comment was, and I'm just sitting there listening to, but. The way that Sessions was referring to it, and he was referring to the um, uh, the, the religious freedom, like I said, place, that they amended two or one or whatever it is, or freedom of religion, and mm-hmm. um, and he was interpreting it in the way that we have the right to have freedom of religion, and we have the right to interpret it the way we want to, and express it. Yes, you have that right. But you don't need to impose it on the rest of us. Is my, you know, my. It doesn't say anything about imposing how you what you believe on other people. Okay. And yeah, that affects and, and their that, lives. And that, you know. and again, what this country was founded about. People were yes. were escaping yes. religious persecution and persecution. The right yes. to believe mm-hmm. any way you want is protected. But we That's came right. here because it was being enforced. One person's religion was being enforced upon another, and we uh-huh. said no. And and no. now it's sort of exactly. like, do you, you want to say, that, do you not understand what this country was founded upon? It mm-hmm. was to protect religious freedom, but to stop religious persecution. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it just, you know, I mean, people came here from other countries to, to escape that, that persecution under, the, under that religious dogma stuff. And, um, you know, but the way that, that sessions and, and these folks are interpreting it is that the uh, freedom of religion should be, uh, they, 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 that should, it should enable them to discriminate against other people who do not believe as they do. Okay? Sorry. That exactly what the that the Constitution protects us from. We don't have to believe like them, okay, or anyone else. We have the freedom to believe in whatever you believe in. I really don't care, damn, what anybody believes in, okay. But just don't impose it on me if that's not the way I think, okay. And you know, and, 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 and I was I was talking to someone. I said, you know what? And they said, well, you know, we pledge one. I said, we were not made a Christian. They didn't add. They added that under God in 1954. I mean, it wasn't there. I mean, that we were, I mean, this is, we pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. America. That's it. You know? So, I mean, it's sort of like, yeah, and it's almost, but I think what the courts, I think the courts will come in on, on, if if it goes back to the Supreme Court or anything like that, I, I think that, you know, they will interpret it the way it was meant to be interpreted. You know, you're not, you're not supposed to impose anybody's religion, you know, because, I mean, you know, imagine this. I mean, you get, you know, you have eight, every eight years you have a new president, and that president he goes from one religion, and then the next one goes to another religion, and another one goes to another religion. And how are the people going to be affected when religion is being imposed on them according to whoever is in that White House? Okay. You know, I mean, that, that, that doesn't give stability. That doesn't, that doesn't maintain a country safe, okay? I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's the, it's the it's, you know, it divides the country. You know, so, I mean, how could the Thank Supreme you. Court even consider thinking the way that Session thinks or how currently, you know, the folks in power there think, okay? And you know, it, it just, when you go... 
when you go to that under God, I mean, and, and like you said, you can be under any religion, but, you know, they're, they're mm-hmm. wrapping it in this, this Christianity, this far-right Christianity, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. flies against everything this country was founded on. They're taking away the right, even the, you know, the right that you have to believe in whatever you want to believe in. As long as you know, my whole thing, as long as you don't do harm, believe in whatever it is you want to believe in. I really don't care. Yeah? Just don't infringe on me. That's all. Well, we're going to take our first break here on Collections by Michelle Brown. And um, Betty and I are just sort of going over this past life <laughs> under Trump. And we'll be right back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This episode of Collections by Michelle Brown is brought to you in partnership with the Center for Peace Counseling and Holistic Healing Services, bringing balance to your mind, body, and spirit. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit the Center at www.thecenterforpeacellc.com. We're back on Collections by Michelle Brown with my dear friend, Betty Covertier. Betty, I mean, Mm -hmm. we have to recognize also, you know, we had a lovely honeymoon. We even had some gay marriages. But guess what? It's on and popping now. I mean, mean, he he started out with a trans ban. You've got Pence waiting in the wings with his very anti-LGBT thing. I mean, I was at a thing yesterday where there were some people who had been in the end who had been, they were all gay. They, you know, real happy with marriage. And many of them said, like, they were really afraid. I had one guy, he said that he felt more afraid being a gay man now than mm-hmm. he did before marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I've, I've, I've expressed this to some folks, you know, that I've talked to. I mean, I have never had the sense of fear of where I am. Um, I've lived in many different kinds of places and stuff, and I've never had, and I've always been out, so I've never had the fear that I have experienced mm-hmm. now because it, everything is so unsure because you don't know. You know, people, I see out here on the road, people don't tend to talk about politics these days as much as at one time, you know, um, people would just get into conversation and stuff like that about different things, you know, politics, religion, or whatever. But now it's it's like the conversations are not being had, you know, and uh, you don't know where, you know, the folks stand. And I have on my RV, I still have my Hillary sticker on there. I still have my Obamacare sticker on there. And, you know, it's like they know I'm a Democrat, you know. Um, uh-huh. What I've noticed lately um, in the last couple of, you know, in the beginning when I was still there in, uh, in Georgia, I met quite a few uh, people who were really liberal. I even met, you know, missionaries who were sort of kind of, uh, but we had good conversations. 
and we compared, you know, as far as what one could do over the other. And we had a good conversation about Hillary and the reasons why they wouldn't support her. And I gave my reasons why I thought that, you know, yeah, Trump was not, you know, adequate or, or, or qualified or anything that could even be perceived as being the head of this country. But, um, and then I met others who were very liberal and were, you know, Hillary supporters and stuff like that. But I'm finding less and less of that as I get deeper and deeper because now I'm in the, uh, I'm in Alabama for the first time in my mm-hmm. life. <laughs> I've never been in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Alabama is very pretty. Okay, they have beautiful beaches, they got beautiful parks, they will have wonderful dog parks, okay, wonderful dog parks. They really like their dogs down here. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, they really do. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> yeah, you got to think a dog park that has a bench for the humans that has a USB connection so you can charge up your phone, okay? Right, while you're with your dog, uh-huh. Yeah, while you're, you're, you're letting your dog play and stuff, and you can charge mm-hmm. up the phone so you'll always have your, your phone, you know. So it's like, uh, it's unbelievable. But um, it, it, they're beautiful parks and beautiful beaches and all that, all that good stuff. But um, the conversations are not, you know, I don't, I, I don't even, when I'm sitting there and there's other people talking and stuff, I don't even overhear conversations regarding the politics of today because I think everybody is very confused. Very, nobody really knows what to say. And if and, and I'm assuming that uh, many of the people in this area were um, were uh, Trump supporters. I'm, I'm assuming because mm-hmm. it's the Trump area. Okay, it's a red, you know, a red area. I looked that up, and um, it's it's just uh, amazing to me that you can't. I think it, I think the fear is is not just like my fear. I think everybody is in fear because they don't know what the other person is thinking. They don't know what the other person is capable of. They don't know where that hate is going to go to, okay? And that's basically what I think, you know. I, I, I look around me and I, you know, I smile and I talk and, I, you know, we talk about generalized stuff. Um, I've had some good, I mean, one neighbor, we're going to take our dogs to the, uh, to the dog beach tomorrow, you know. So it's like, you know, he asked me if I was, I was going to take him to the dog beach, and I said, sure. And he said, I wanted to take, you know, he wanted to take his dog. I said, sure, you know, I'll give you a holler when I'm ready to go. So that was good, you know, that was, mm-hmm. you know, and, and but it, it, those are the kind of conversations you have these days. You know, a year ago, I was talking politics to people, okay? I was mm-hmm. explaining Obamacare. I was, you know, because mm-hmm. they didn't know the difference. And I still don't think they know the difference, you know, still. You know, people who didn't know the difference between Obamacare and ACA, you know, that there is no difference. <laughs> they thought they, people actually thought they were two separate things, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they liked one but and they know, hated the other, you know, but, right, it's, but you, this is a kind of, you know, how people digest information, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, um, it sort of doesn't it make you, I mean, like, but here, I mean, because, you know, during running up to the election, how, you know, he said, oh, well, you know, he was going to be an a ally to the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. Now that he's speaking at the Value Voters Summit, you know, he's mm-hmm. making mm-hmm. jokes about Pence talking about wanting to hang gays. He's mm-hmm. doing a trans ban. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I think of that recently. Even Caitlin is sort of going like, you know, finally – has uh-huh. said, you know, he's not our friend. Yeah. But as I say, he even said at that value conference that he said, 
the homophobes will not be silent anymore. That's what he said. I mean, you know, the, really, the homophobes, you know. the homophobes will not be silent. And then he's giving them permission with that statement. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, it's like. I mean, because I mean, even if you go back to like with Charlottesville, where, you know, he didn't come out mm-hmm. and condemn these Klan people. I mean, and mm-hmm. so you've got racists, you've got homophobes. He's saying they're not going to be silent. He said that some of them are, uh, Claudia said they might be good people, you know. Mm-hmm. But what does he say? By saying, like, they won't be silenced, so you're sitting out here minding your own business, you know, and to me, that's giving license to to some redneck homophobe mm-hmm. to, and racist to go up and look at you and say, you know, you're not from here, you're gay, you are for Hillary, and I can say and do just about anything because I won't be silenced. You know, it's okay for me to say this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and so, yeah. I mean, what, what, I mean, short of, like, I know I've heard some people who have said, okay, well, you know, they almost feel like going back into the closet because, you know, well, hey, guess what? You might get called a name. You're more likely to get called a name than where you thought you were going. But now is not the time. No, no, now is not the time. I mean, now is not the time to hide. You know, I mean, I could, I could very well just, you know, go park myself somewhere and not travel until things clean up. But I, I refuse to do that. You know, because it would take away from me and put my personal dreams and what I want to do, and um, and it wouldn't help. You know, to fix anything. You know, so and, and if, if more if, and and they, if, if we hide. Then what have we accomplished? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just you know you pray and you say okay, you know, and leave it in the hands of God, and because my faith is strong, so I just stay there in that in that faith realm. You know, I don't I don't uh, I don't practice any one religion or anything like that. It's, I'm mm-hmm. just I just base my uh, beliefs in, in faith, and I I think faith is real, and I think it's personal, and uh, and it's strong. You know, so but. I don't, I don't, you know, I was raised a Catholic and I'm, I'm still a recovering Catholic, so it's just, you know. <laughs> well, do you but really, it's just, you... Um, it, 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 it just, you know, I know it's hard for people out there, you know, when we, when, when, you know, let me just speak for myself, it's like, you know, when I, when I, when I'm talking and stuff and I sort of kind of chuckle and laugh, I chuckle and laugh because things are so sad, because if I didn't chuckle and laugh, I'd cry, you know, because it's just, um. Yeah, I don't think it's funny. I, I, it, it's it's funny to the point of being ridiculous, but it's 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 painful in some in, in some aspects to to watch this all this happening, you know, um, to watch somebody just demonize or, or demean the the good that has happened and occurred, you know, throughout the years previous, and um, and it it's it's um, it hurts. It hurts. But you have to sort of kind of just chuckle because it's just the only way you can do to, you know, to keep your sanity, you know, just to make, to make sure that, you know, you can just keep moving and doing what you're supposed to be doing. But um, we're, we're, we're in a sad place, I think. I think we're in a very sad place. It's, uh, and if somebody doesn't, you know, do something quick and in a hurry, <laughs> there's just no telling, you know, what is going to be happening. Um uh, there's so many things, not only just here in this country, but globally, 
Um, I mean, it's just, um, it, it's just, yeah. It, it, I know people. I know people all around the world are just scratching their heads, and wondering, you know, because what used to be, you know, the leader of the world, the country that sort of kind of everybody, you know, respected and try to keep up with and try to um, emulate um, is no longer, you know. Everybody is trying to make their own place now, you know, so that they can become the leaders and they can become, you know, whatever it is that this globe is going to um, be. Because from the weather, you know, it goes from the weather to, to, to you know, the climate. It goes from, from there to the economy to civil rights to... Um, religion, I mean, in every area, in every area we're being affected, okay? And I know from the, the people that I've met out here from Europe or from Canada, you know, who are not American, um, and they look at me and they ask the question, you know, why, why are Americans so stupid? And, uh, you know, yeah. and I have to agree with them. I said, yes, we are. I include myself in that, you know, because it's just... Um, and they're just wondering what we're doing. <laughs> you know, what, what, what is it that you guys are doing? And you have no answers for them. You can't, you don't know. You know, it's just, you know, because you're just in, in as much in disbelief as they are, you know, because if they thought that we were great, we thought that we were even greater, you know. So it just leaves in a place where, where there's no explanation to what is happening, you know, and uh, we, can, we can break it down. Okay, we can always break it down and go through the, you know, the, the, the power structures and the racism and the discrimination and, you know, the, the not, not having the knowledge to be a, a leader. I mean, we could break it down into all different ways. It still doesn't solve anything. Okay, we can, we can suggest all these things that are wrong, but what I'm waiting for is somebody to come up with some solutions. We talked like, we had talked before like about how, Executive orders do not take the place of laws. And we have, it seems like we have a Congress and a Senate who aren't doing their job. Um, We have, okay, so 2018 is coming up. I mean, and Mm -hmm. people will say, well, well, you know, if we can flip one or the other, you know, something will happen. Are people still putting too much trust in the system as opposed to doing some really like grassroots community type work to make change? Yeah, well, I, 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 I don't think we need to put our trust in, 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 in Congress or the politics because it's always going to be um, regardless of which party it is. I mean, they're going to promise the world and deliver nothing. Okay. And um, that's, you know, we, we, we when, <laughs> When the people themselves, you know, make it known and unite in such a way that it doesn't matter whether we differ in different areas, okay? But we, we, need, we need to have a basic, a basic um, platform of what it is that we need, okay? Well, what we need is to be able to have, you know, a job. We need to have education for our children. We need to be able to uh, maintain a certain life. Okay. Um, when when everybody sort of kind of whether they're black, white, Hispanic, you know, I mean Asian, whatever it is, when everybody can come to this 
platform of just basic needs and agree what those are and then demand them from, because this is the way our system is built, that we have these elected officials that will make the laws that dictate to us how we live. We have to give them, okay, the information that they need to make the laws that will benefit us, not them, not them. They will benefit us, okay? Until we can get to that place, all right, it's going to be a difficult, you know, it's going to be difficult no matter what party is in, 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 you know, in charge or in a majority or whatever. We, the people, have to take charge because that's the way it was intended. It's we, the people. They work for us. We don't work for them, okay? We, the people, were supposed to be, you know, according to our founding fathers, in charge, Okay, we are supposed to be able to determine our own life. Okay, and we have, and back then they had Congress and they had all these people representing all these, you know, different parts of the country and stuff because there wasn't uh, instant transportation back then. And they, they, the, the people that were made into these congressmen and these representatives and stuff were the people who were in the know supposedly and had easy access to Washington, D.C. Okay, and they were put in charge of different districts and stuff because the people themselves couldn't jump on a horse and get to wherever the meetings were, okay, <laughs> because it would mm-hmm. take too long to have the meetings, all right? So, you know, when you look at it in that aspect and you say to yourself, okay, well, now people can just, you know, get on a plane or, you know, people drive, you know, they don't think anything of driving, you know, because cars go much faster now and all this other kind of stuff, you know. So it's just um, is a the people have to understand that we have the responsibility for our own lives, okay? And if we elect officials, then we have the responsibility to let them know what it is that we need, what we want, and how we want our country to be, okay? It's our responsibility to do that. And if that means political action, if that means street action, if that means whatever it means, that's what it means. Do you mm-hmm. think that, you know, I mean, because... I mean, we have access. We know. We see. Do you think that people are sort of getting like, I don't know, like brain dead? I mean, you know, you saw what happened in Katrina, okay? And guess what? You saw what happened in Harvey. You saw what happened in Sandy. You see what's happening in Puerto Rico. You saw Sandy Hook. You saw Pulse. You saw Las Vegas. You know, California is burning, you know, all up into Oregon. I mean, so Mm -hmm. you have all of these things that are coming to you. You have to wonder, I mean, are you brain dead not to believe? I mean, you see big parts of the the Arctic shelf breaking off, you know. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, so you see things about global warming. You see things that really show about pollution, that you see that, that there's these disasters. We see that people are still hungry. And, I mean, for that news cycle, You'll see a whole lot of people who are very concerned and, you know, um, you know, prayers go up. But mm-hmm. there's no gun legislation. We're not doing anything about the environment. We're not doing mm-hmm. anything about the nation's infrastructure. I mean, look at what Puerto Rico is still devastated. The Virgin Islands is still devastated. People right. who were poor and, who suffered under Katrina are suffering in Houston. And, and right. Mm-hmm. You know, are people like overloaded? Have they been desensitized? You know, you would think, if anything, some of this stuff, I mean, some days I am just like so angry if you, you know, if they were saying like, hey, 
let's get this revolution going. I'm there. But I yeah. know other people who are just like, you know, what's tomorrow, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, well, you know, people get tired. I mean, people just want to just live from one day to the next, you know, but it's just, um, you know, if, 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 if the people of the United States of America want to um, um, get the change that we need so badly in all aspects, okay, in all aspects, and all those things that you mentioned, um, and we want to keep the system that we have, then we have, like I said before, it's our responsibility to let these elected officials know that we're not going to, uh, uh, we're not going to tolerate any more of their do-nothing, okay? Because when, when you read stuff, you know, there's 535 people that make our laws. And when you think about that and you say to yourself, well, why are these 535 people considered to be so special, okay? Well, we made them special in our minds, okay? But these, you know, half of those 535 people have become millionaires since they became either a senator or a house representative, okay? Half of those people. How can that be? How, why? Because they get lobbied. Corporations are having more influence on them than we, the people, because we don't have the accumulation of dollars, okay, the way corporations, because that, that the system is built that way to, to, to divert the dollars to the corporations, you know, for the corporations and then divert those dollars to those people who make the, the laws, and the laws usually favor those corporations, okay, so they can make money. So, the, and, 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 and our elected officials are getting kickbacks left and right. They're making money on these laws that are hurting us. They're hurting our health, they're hurting our children, they're hurting our education, they're, they're hurting us. And yet, we're still sitting back and we're still waiting and praying that they're going to be some hero that's going to, you know, all of a sudden appear in Congress, <laughs> on the floor, or in the Senate, or wherever, and, you know, with a flick of the, uh, of the pen or, or snap of the fingers, he's going to change, or she is going to change things. Well, the only way that things are going to change is the people themselves make the change happen. You know, that's, I, I truly believe that. I truly believe in that we, the people, are the ones that are supposed to make that effort. And if it means, you know, I, I, you know, sitting out here in this RV, you know, I'm traveling around, you know, how many times, but I have things that I have to do that are my, on my agenda. But you know how many times I wanted to turn around and just drive up to Washington, D.C.? Mm. And park my, my myself. What would happen? And park myself there, and then you know. And I said, "Well, then the police will come and try to get me off the, the, <laughs> the street, you know, because I'm in this thirty mm-hmm. foot thing, you know, with a car hooked up on the back, you know, and two yapping dogs, and they're gonna try to get me off of there, and they're gonna wind up arresting me or whatever. But it, 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 I, you know, I I say, well, somebody mm-hmm. has to do something at some point, okay." You know, if it's not now, maybe later, whenever. But it, 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 it just seems to me sometimes that they're lagging. I mean, they're just like, not doing, they're not moving fast enough with the investigation and stuff because it's, it's not just the one man. It's this whole administration that is corrupt. It's polluted. It has to go. The whole administration has to go because to get rid of one and leave, leave the, 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 the germ there, the germ is still mm-hmm. going to spread. Okay, and it's just you know the whole administration has to go, 
I don't know if they understand the enormity of it or what is going to happen or how they're going to replace all that has to go. You know, maybe that's part of, you know, the, the enormity of the job that has to be done on their part. But I just, you know, in my mind sometimes I just say to myself, well, they have to stop it. They have to, they have to find some way of stopping this because it can become so dangerous. I mean, it has been dangerous already because people have been empowered to express their hate, to hurt people, mm-hmm. to beat up people, to kill people. I mean, they have been empowered, and they think it's okay. They think it's okay, even, even with the harassment of women and stuff. After he had, you know, made his little thing way back when about how he grabs women and stuff like that, and he's, because he's a celebrity, he can do that. Other people went around there for a while doing exactly the same thing and saying, the president did it, I can do it. You know, so it's like he enables people to do these, 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 these horrendous things you know, and and I, I laugh about it, but like I said before, I laugh about it because I don't want to cry about it at the moment, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's well, just, you know, it's it just, it just, it, to me, it's so, so, like, just, like, a, unbelievable. It's just, like, the only word I can think of right now. It, it, it's just something that you never think that this country, I'm going to be 70 years old next month. Mm. And I have never, ever seen anything like this where people wow. just, you know, just don't know from one day to the next. Mm. The uncertainty is, 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 is huge. We don't know if we're going to go to war. We don't know if we're going mm-hmm. to have some civil war here. And war can happen in many forms. It could be, you know, a world war. It could be a civil war. It could be, you know, a clash between the different classes of people here. I mean, mm-hmm. it, 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 it can happen in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And I have never, ever, you know, seen anything like this. Well, and, you know, even in, in the times that we were out on the street demonstrating and stuff, but it was... The power, mm-hmm. I, we, I felt like we, the, the people had the power, you know, because we had the support, you know, coming from, you know, you know the powers that be and stuff, okay, because there was something that we, we, were, we, were, we were saying and marching to and, and, and hoping that, that, that people would, would understand, you know, that we, we just wanted justice. We wanted peace, and we wanted to stop the discrimination and stuff, and to a certain extent, I mean, it never ended. But there was some kind of promise, you know. There was a a, a, mm-hmm. a a thing that said a thing that said, okay, we can get there, you know, mm-hmm. if we just keep trying and stuff. Because we didn't feel like we were going. Because now you got, you know, from the from 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 the White House down and all his, you know, and all his his cabinet from health to education to justice to everything, mm-hmm. it's all against the people. Well, you know, it's I think that. That's one of the things that, that we did, even though that we were fighting and marching, but each each with each battle there was a part that became more inclusive and right. more expansive mm-hmm. where we were we were it looked like we were working towards that more perfect union. Mm-hmm. And exactly. that that you know, that we the people would meant that we the people in all our beauty and shape and rainbow colors and sizes and, mm-hmm. and ethnicities. Mm-hmm. But where now yeah. it's like we're not. We're not. We're becoming a more imperfect nation, and right. where it's not we the people. It's like some of us are the people, and it's them and we. You know, so it's yeah. them yeah. and the rest of us are the we. Yeah, exactly. I, 
I, I find myself using that word them more often now. Mm-hmm. You know, them. You know, them. <laughs> you know, and, and them and, and them are those people that don't know who I am or what I am, you know, don't know of my citizenship, don't know, you know, of all these different things out there that are happening. Okay, them, them. Yeah. And them are making making things that are legislating how I can live, how mm-hmm. about my mm-hmm. body, about my health care, about yeah. my environment. Them, because they don't know us, the we out here, and they don't right. care exactly. about us. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just you know, I, you know, that that whole that whole thing, you know, this how the system is, you know, in reality, they say it's built, you know, just to do that, to keep the, the, the we oppressed so that those in power can remain in power, you know, but, you know, then when you have, uh, you know, the information is so, uh, you know, it's so there, so ready, you know, for you. The information is accessible, you know, and if you want it, you can get it, okay? If you want to become informed, you can be informed, Um you have to want it, though. And I just find that a lot of people just don't want it because they don't want the headache, they don't want the sadness, they don't want the feeling that the end of the world is coming, and so they just go from day to day in a blind way, okay? Um, but yet, it's still, you know, they can express certain things in, 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 in their own personal life, but that's just because of where they came from and how they were raised, and, it can, you know, they, they don't want information that kind of reinforces all those negative things that they believe in. It sort of kind of empowers them to even be, you know, then they get loud. <laughs> then they get loud and they feel that like they can just say anything regardless of who's around, you know, and they don't care who they're hurting or who they're offending or anything else. But, um I'm I'm just uh, I don't know I mean it's just there's a lot there's a lot to see out here and there's a lot to learn okay and uh, and I'm 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 in a, in a phase where I'm I, I try to sit back and just take it in and try to understand because the confusion is coming from two ends it's coming from that place of you know the lawmakers of them not knowing what the hell they're doing up there and nobody giving us any kind of solutions because there's nobody has any solutions. You know, and that's where I, I get my I, I get angry because I, I I identify the problem. Okay, you know what the problem is, then let's solve it. Let's solve it. Let's find a solution that makes everything right for everybody, not just for a few. Okay, and that's what worries me all the time that there's no solutions. And then you know, then you have to contend with you know the. I'll say it because that's the one problem I've always had with with. Um, I've always, I've always, you know, I'm a Democrat, liberal, uh, to some extent, I guess, progressive. But I've always had a difficult time with progressives because progressives are great for stating what's wrong, and that's great, and that's good. But they're not very good in 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 finding the solutions that can be supported by the many. Okay, and that brings me to Bernie, okay? <laughs> uh-huh. well, well, you have hold that thought. Let's take a quick mm-hmm. break, and then um, I mm-hmm. want to come back, and I want to talk about Bernie and some other things. So we yeah. will be okay. right back. Okay, you're listening to Collections by Michelle Brown, and we will be back.
Collections by Michelle Brown airs every Thursday at 7 p.m. You can subscribe now and listen to the podcast on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Be sure to like the Collections by Michelle Brown Facebook page and mark your calendar so you never miss an episode. You brought up Bernie. Now I don't know if you have read. <laughs> okay, all right. So, so the women from the women's march, they decided to do a women's convention. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm good. We're good. Yeah. They're bringing mm-hmm. a lot of different voices. And then right. initially, they had announced that their opening speaker was going to be Bernie Sanders. Okay, <laughs> and it's like. Women's Convention, Reclaiming Our Time, and the opening one, and some of the, there had been all kinds of logic, but one of them said, well, you know, Bernie spoke to this and that, and, you know, and he could motivate, and I'm going like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 and a lot of people, you know, pushed back on that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people pushed back on that. Today they announced that actually Debbie Stabenow will be the opening speaker, uh, Bernie might be, and of course, not only did he was he going to be the opening speaker, but he de- de- announced it in a way where it looked like he was going to reclaim his time. And it's like, okay, women's march. You know, if women were if there were more women in legislature, I think it'd be different. I think you know it's talking about reclaiming our time, empowering women, and then you're going back to Bernie. Okay, <laughs> what the holy heck is it about Bernie Sanders? The man wasn't a Democrat until he wanted to run. Right. He, although he was born and raised in New York, as soon as he became an adult, he packed mm-hmm. up the, the the truck and moved to Vermont instead of like getting behind Hillary. Well, okay, when he saw he wasn't, he half-heartedly did and 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 kept shit going. I mean, that's mm-hmm. real. He mm-hmm. does. Part of the reason we have Donald Trump is Bernie Sanders. Bernie Bernie is as egotistical as Mr. Trump is. Uh, I'll put it out there, okay? <laughs> I mean, it's just, I really believe that it's his ego. You know, he has this thing. And I just, sometimes the first time I read about him, and I looked him up, and then I went into his, I looked up his life, you know, his, 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 his life history. I read his whole article stuff on, you know, for lots of articles on describing him and what he did before he became a senator and all this other kind of stuff. And, you know, and his first job was when he was 40 you know, in Vermont as a house rep, okay? And um, then when, you know, he was up in Vermont, they have very, you know, if any, they don't have any black voters, if any. You know, that's mm-hmm. when the article that I read, it didn't mm-hmm. say any, anything about black voters. He went somewhere where he was familiar and he looked like them and he could relate to them, okay? Mm-hmm. The first time I saw him speak when he was a candidate and he spoke at a um, at a, a crowd that was very diverse, okay, he was very uncomfortable. I said, "Why is this man being so uncomfortable in his talking?" He was so I could feel it; it was oozing out of him. I said, "Why in the world?" You know, that even made me more curious about him. 
And it's just the, the more I read about him, the less I liked him, okay, because he was just not in it for, for the people. He was in it for himself. He's an opportunist, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay? He, uh, he sees where he, or he, he looks and he says, okay, what's, what's the easiest road for me, okay? And that's what he does. And he thought that going up against a woman would be advantageous for him because he didn't think the country was ready for a woman. And then he thought yeah. he had a progressive message that people were going to hear, okay? Um, but the improbability of the things that he presented, I mean, people who do, I mean, a lot of the stuff that he presented, it, was, it just was not, it, it was improbable. I mean, it was just, okay, so how is he going to do that? You know, those are a lot of my, you know, a lot of times that's what I asked after hearing him speak. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he, Talked, he talked. He always talked about all of these, you know, subsidies and the helping hand to the poor and all that. And he, this is how he got through from one phase of his life to another. He, as a white man, went mm-hmm. and, and got all the possible subsidies that he could get for education, for housing, for everything, everything. I mean, he, he used the system. And for him to stand up there and criticize anybody else who might do the same thing, you know, to me was like, you know, like, wow. I mean, okay, so he did this, this, and this, so why is he criticizing these other folks, you know? So, I mean, he didn't have any validity for me. He just didn't have anything that said to me, "He he would work at this for you. No, I don't think so. But they sure have drank the Kool-Aid. I mean, you know, I thought like, and it's like, in all person, like, I don't block and unfriend people often, but it was like, you know, I, I was like, you know, and it was a young white person. I was going like, yeah, dude, get off your soapbox, you know, and I mean, you are just like, so you, you can't, he couldn't even see any other, you can't say anything because, well, don't say that about, you know, you know, uh, yeah. and even concepts, you just couldn't. And it's sort of like, some people have just, I mean, they drank that Kool-Aid and they're still <laughs> drinking it, you know, and they still won't move on. And like I said, when, you at, when you look at, you know, like I said, it's a women's convention reclaiming our time, duh. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, right. but I, I was happy to see that, that happen. But, you know, but there are things. As many women as there are out there that could be the keynote speakers, I mean, why in the world would they choose a man is what I want to know. Exactly. You know, and like I said, so finally, and, and to their credit, but this is what women would do. Women would, at a certain point, recognize that they had made a mistake. You know, they came out with a thing and said, you know, we recognize we had our reasons, but clearly it rubbed a whole lot of women wrong. Mm-hmm. And so then they went back and they changed it and they put Debbie Stabenow, who's running for, who's, who we know that the Republicans are kind of going to come after her. And so she's mm-hmm. going to be, but they're going to have Maxine Waters. Is going to be, I mean, there's going to be a lot of strong women who are there who could be doing it. Right. And as you look at, you know, in the future, who do you see who you sort of say, well, you know, I'm going to keep my eye on them. This has a potential to be a good leader if they stay on the right path or, you know, I kind of like what they're saying. Who are you, who do you see out there? Now? Mm-hmm. 
I, I'm not seeing anybody, really. I mean, I know that the Kennedy boy is trying to make a, a thing for himself. You know, every, every time you turn around, he's, he's there making a speech or something. And that's all good and well, you know. Caroline Kennedy is also um, playing with the thought, I believe, of becoming a, what's it, governor of New York or something like that. I think yeah, Senate I, I or governor. But I think she's playing with that for the first woman president, you know. Um, so it's just, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if, I, I don't know. I'm going to throw a few names out there. Elizabeth Warren, what do you think of her? <sighs> Elizabeth is brave, and she's got a lot of courage, but she's a progressive. You know, she's a Democrat, I know, uh, you know, um, officially. But, I mean, she may, I don't know. Um I, you know, she speaks out hard and stuff, but she gets attacked, and then she becomes silent. You know, I, I, I it's, it's difficult. It's difficult because uh, she's, you know, if she runs, I mean, if things remain the way they are, um, she's going to get torn apart. If she, you know, mm-hmm. and I, and she withstand that, you know, and I know that every time that something has happened, and and anybody who anybody gets out there and says you know, calls her names, all of a sudden she, you know, retreats a little bit, and then she'll come back out, you know, a little while later. But she doesn't really, I don't know. Um, I, I I said I had a problem with progressives. Progressives are good for identifying the issues, but progressives mm-hmm. are not good in solving the issues. Okay, solving the problems or giving you something that is viable. Okay, giving you something that, okay, we can all work on this because it either has to be their way or no way, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it, mm-hmm. They don't give you, they don't give you, an, you know, elastic. They don't, give you, they don't give you something, a range of things of how it can be solved. They just zero in on a few things or whatever, and that's the way it has to be. Yeah, 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 you know, in politics, you know, it is it, it, those who have learned to compromise, okay, to find the best way through the maze that get the most things done, okay? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't think Obama had to compromise on a lot of stuff and negotiate mm-hmm. things, but he got things done, okay? Not maybe to the extent that he wanted to, but eventually if he goes step one, step two, step three, he'll get to that point of, of the full whatever it is that they, he originally wanted if he can't get it from Jump Street, okay? That, you know, Obamacare is the same thing. They got the Obamacare through, and they knew there were things wrong with it. They knew that they were going to have issues in the, in the, in, in the future because right away when the states didn't get their Medi- they didn't do the Medicaid expansion, he knew. He knew within a few years it was going to run into problems, okay, because mm-hmm. Obamacare was built to work alongside Medicaid expansion, okay? That's the only way it would have been 100% real, okay? But the states decided, but, you know, from the day that he was elected for the first time, the Republicans decided on that very night that they were going to do everything that they could in their power to make that administration fail, okay? So Mm -hmm. it's been an obstruction for eight years, okay, for those eight years, all right? So... In the meantime, though, he, he, he did, you know, he did a lot of good stuff. He had to do a whole lot of negotiation, I'm sure, and a lot of compromises, a whole lot of meetings, and, you know, a, a whole lot of stuff. But he got things done. And we in the GLBT community, or the LGBT community, know this because there was a lot of stuff done during his administration for us. But, you know, this is the Warren. It could be. I mean, you know, but I'm not sure. Okay, uh, another person who they talk about is that uh, Senator Kamala Harris, who, because of the way that she took on Jeff Sessions. 
Yes, I like her. I like uh-huh. her. I uh-huh. think I think she has a platform. I think that she would. I I, I think she would be stronger uh-huh. because she's coming. You know, she's coming. I know they're all lawyers and all this other kind of stuff, but I there was a real passion that I saw in 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 um in Harris. Um, you know, there was there was I guess something that I liked about her when she um even when she was in the committee and, you know, when she was asking the questions and stuff, mm-hmm. she didn't, and, and Sessions tried to belittle her and tried to sort of kind of make her sound like, okay, well, why are you asking me this kind of stuff? Well, you know, she, she, she came back and she came back good. You know, I think, I think she came back very intelligently and um, I'm, I like her. She, she, you know, that's a big maybe for me. That's a good, uh-huh. that's a good maybe. That's a good maybe. Well, do you think, like, I mean, we saw the future under Obama. I mean, like, you know, and in, in many yeah. ways. Here he was the first African-American. We saw a lot of things. We saw mm-hmm. where we might be building towards being a community. Then we, 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 they elected Donald Trump, which took us <laughs> back to the future, like back to a fifth mm-hmm. to roll things back. On, I mean, is this like like that, that? Like, did we get too complacent and happy thinking, oh, we're moving on, you know, we're going Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, and then we, we got well, we, did, we did get complacent. Do you think that that, okay. that, that, that yeah. will make it possible? Because some people will say, oh, I've heard people say, well, you know what? We're never going to see another black president. It'll be a long time before we make a woman. But do you think that having gone back to the 50s under, under Trump, that that might help? Yes. A person of yes. color, a so. woman? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, well, I think the next one will be a woman or a person of color, yes. And it would be even great if it was a woman of color. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be one, you know, it will be either or, or or both, you know. It will be, it'll be um, I, I believe, I think the next time around, I think there will be somebody there that, you know, might be Harris. I mean, it might be Warren, I, you know. I don't know. I, I, somehow I, I, I associate Warren with the establishment too much, and I know she's a Democrat and I know she's a fighter, but somehow for some reason it's just um, – there's just certain things that, you know, she, um, I don't know, just, I, maybe I'm just being, um, you know, my own racism. <laughs> I, I, I just, you know, it's just that, you know, I, I don't consider myself to be, but it's just like you never know because you have certain viewpoints about, you know, and you can't really explain them why, you know, but I just don't think, I don't think that, I don't just don't think Warren is going to make it. But on the other hand, Harris, I think, I, and I think, you know, I think we will go back to um, a person of um, that's considered to be a minority, but not really, uh, because if we put it all together, we are in the majority. You know, and that's what we have to, that's the one thing people have to understand. You know, we Hispanics, the blacks, the Asians, you know, we, we have to understand that if we all got together, okay, and stood by each other, all right, we would be in the majority mm-hmm. because we are right now. We are in the majority, but we don't we don't use that. We don't we don't we don't realize that. We don't believe that. We you know. But in, if you look at the statistics and you look at the numbers, we are in the majority. The minority sure. is the majority. Okay, mm-hmm. and if we if we if we could use that power for common cause, oh man, we'd have to beat. I tell you. Mm-hmm. We would have to yeah. be, but we just need to get past all these barriers that we have in our own selves, you know, mm-hmm. and and the people because we all we all have this this. I think we all do. I think it's just you know, 
right now we're 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 expressing it against those 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 them which we consider to be mm-hmm. white because <laughs> of all the all the stuff. So, but I think that we all have these issues. Uh, the, you know, according to how we you know where we're raised, our environment, our experiences. There's certain things that we associate sometimes, and you know, and it may not be that because you know because it's prejudice. It's just because you had these experiences, and when 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 you're in certain places or whatever, you sort of kind of refer back to those those experiences, and you sort of kind of project onto what is happening now, you know. Mm-hmm. And it may not, you know, but that's just you know, it, it, it's just probably getting too deep into the stuff, but. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I try. I try to. You know. I try to. When I feel these feelings, sometimes, which I do, sometimes, you know. Uh, well, you have you have identified what we're going to talk about the next time that we talk. Um, okay. We're going to look at next time. The next time that, you know, because um, unfortunately we've come to the end of our time tonight. But I think that the next. Time, yeah. Um. The next time we talk, let's talk. Uh, let's dig a little deeper into class and race. And oh. Okay. That, that's what we'll talk about next time. We'll just have to figure out. Uh, set up a time to do that, but okay. um, as always, I want to thank you for being on. I mean, I, I, these kind of discussions, I think it's really good, and um, yes. that, and we are going to con- continue to do this. From Washington, we'll probably have some more things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I, I like that idea about class and race because lately I've had a couple okay. of discussions about that. So yes. now we know next time the Betty and Michelle show will be about class and race. <laughs> okay, very good. I thank you. I thank you for having me. I thank you for the invitation. This is great fun for me. I value your opinion and I value the interchange that we have with each other on so oh, many you. things. I want you to you. be safe out there on the thank road. You. Will do. Okay. Will do. <laughs> okay. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. Okay. Have a good night. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. Well, we've come to the end of another episode of Collections by Michelle Brown. Betty and I will be talking in the very near future on the issue of race and class. If you have thoughts about that, please get with us. Um, we will have celebrated one year since the election of our 45th president. Um, what are your thoughts about what's happened since that election? Send them to me at Collections by Michelle Brown. We have a Facebook page. You can post it on there, and maybe Betty and I will talk about it the next time around. Again, I want to thank tonight's guest, Betty Covetier, who was for years the host of Alternative Perspectives at Radio Free Georgia. I want to thank you, my listening audience. You can listen to each week by following the podcast on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitchers, or SoundCloud. Join us next week when I will introduce you to another amazing individual who's living between the lines, standing boldly in the crosshairs of their intersectionality and creating change. That's right here on Collections by Michelle Brown. That's all for tonight. Thank you for listening.